0: BG Mania, a video game music podcast for October 30th, 2019, is made possible by Level Down Games. Check us out over at leveldowngames.com for the latest reviews and brand new episodes of both BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday, and Max Level, a video game podcast every Monday. On with the show. Video game music podcast brought to you by Level Down Games. I'm Brian, and I'm actually running solo on this episode. Frank and I were not able to get our schedules to align after we finished recording Max Level this past Saturday. I still working at the haunted house because it is still Halloween season. Obviously, we're still doing spooky music here at BG Mania. I have two days to go. We're actually not going to be open on. tomorrow, Halloween, because it's going to be raining like crazy here in Ohio, so we are going to stay closed because nobody's going to show up, but we will still be open this Friday and Saturday, the 1st and 2nd of November for our final two nights of the season, and then things will go back to normal. So yeah, we just weren't able to get our schedules to align, so the show must go on, the episode still needs to get out, I'm going to be doing this one by myself, and I'm sure It's going to be one of our best episodes because Frank's not here. (laughs) For those just joining us, what we like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes, which will always be announced in advance. So you're guaranteed to hear something new, something fresh, and something exciting each and every week. If you're new to the world of video game music podcasts, you are in for a treat. But for all the veterans that may be stumbling upon our neck of the Lost Woods for the very first time, Frank and I, Frank's not here obviously this week, but Frank and I definitely tell more personal stories about the games we play music from and about the tracks themselves, instead of constantly diving into music theory and breaking apart each track instruments at a time. As always, we hope you enjoy the episode we have lined up for your listening pleasure today. Don't forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts, or we are listening to us and leave that five-star rating under review, so we continue to climb the charts. In terms of search results. And this is your final reminder. You have until tomorrow, October 31st, Halloween day, to leave us a rating and a review to qualify for that $10 gift card to a storefront of your choice. We're doing it for both BG Mania and our Max Level podcast. You can enter twice per Apple account by leaving us a rating and review for both shows, and you can enter as many times as you want for as many Apple accounts that you have access to. Once you've left us a rating and review, contact us, bgmania at leveldowngames.com, brian at leveldowngames.com, Twitter, Instagram, doesn't matter where you contact us, just let us know that you left that rating and review and with your Apple ID that you did it with, so that way we know First of all, that you did, and second of all, we can enter you into the contest. The winner for each show will win a $10 gift card to a storefront of your choice. Uh, has to be video game related. I guess it doesn't have to be, but preferably Steam, eShop, PSN, Xbox, Windows, uh, Epic Game Store. Do they do gift cards to that? I'm not even sure. But I guess it. Like I said, I guess it doesn't have to be. I guess it could be Amazon, Best Buy walmart i don't care doesn't matter it's your gift card wherever you want ten dollars to we'll, we'll go ahead and set that up for you and get you the card we'll be drawing the winners this saturday with the uh, podcast that we record max level will be announced this coming up monday on the fourth bg mania two days later on the sixth good luck to everyone that's entered and thank you if you have yet to enter but you do so by tomorrow you have to enter by the 31st for both shows It is the end of the month, and it's still spooky season, as we mentioned, so we're going to be doing Radio Hour, Volume 28, and, much like it always is in October for Radio Hour and for BG Mania, every track you're going to hear today is somehow spooky in nature, or related to Halloween, I do have Frank's picks, even though he's not here. Frank's submissions are still part of the show. His five tracks will be intertwined with my five picks. We have one from you, the listener, and of course, our Jessica pick later on in the show. The opening track that you heard was my first pick, and that actually came from Mario Party 2. The name of the track was Horrorland. That released January 24th, 2000 here in North America. An amazing day because that's the day I was born. Not 2000, but I was born on January 24th. So, like I said, an amazing day. (laughs) And see, here's the best part. I don't have somebody here to talk down to me because Frank's not here. I can say that, and it flies. January 24th, one of the greatest days of the year. But Mario Party 2 was an amazing game because it really set the tone for what Mario Party would become throughout the years. Mario Party, the original one, was okay. Like, it wasn't the best, and it came out roughly 11 months, actually, before. It says here that it released February 1999, so there was only an 11-month gap between the two games. But the original Mario Party wasn't that good. It was okay, but it wasn't amazing. Mario Party 2 really stepped the bar up. It's the, uh, the one that introduced the Koopa Banks and the Item Shops. So whenever a player passed a Koopa Bank, you know, they had to deposit five coins and then whoever landed on the bank space got all the coins that were currently accumulated in the bank, kind of like Monopoly. The Item Shop definitely changed the name of the game because it allowed people to purchase items there. So, you know, providing additional dice blocks or stealing stars or stealing items. The skeleton key, which was used to unlock shortcuts on each board. Mario Party 2 was actually pretty freaking awesome, and I, I spent many a night and many a day playing that with my friends. Uh, we, man, we had a freaking blast, and it was you know so close to the GameCube releasing in 2001. But Mario Party 2, Mario Party 2 still holds a very special place in my heart. And Horror Land, I would have to say. Is probably my favorite board in Mario Party 2. Listening to that track, you get definite vibes of Halloween, definite, you know, traditional Mario spooky tones baked into it. We have three composers on that track. Uh, I'm not sure who actually was responsible for that particular track because there is no breakdown. So we'll give credit to all three. Hirono Yamamoto, Shohi Bando, and Kazuhiko Sawaguchi are the three composers credited on Mario Party 2. Great little track, though, and I think it was a perfect way to open up Radio Hour Volume 28 where we'll be taking a look at so many spooky tracks. We have some amazing stuff lined up. I can't wait to get into some of the stuff we have lined up. So that being said, let's jump to Frank's first pick on the episode. This comes to us from a little game by the name of Castlevania Order of Ecclesia. The name of this track is Malik's Labyrinth. That was Malik's Labyrinth from Castlevania Order of Ecclesia that was actually composed by Michiro Yamani, the wonderful and amazing Michiro Yamani. Yasuhiro Ichihashi was also a composer on Order of Ecclesia, but Michiro Yamani, what a phenomenal track that was. And first of all, let me just say that Castlevania Order of Ecclesia, which released first here in North America October 21st, 2008, 11 years ago. Still to this day, one of the best Castlevania games ever made. Order of Ecclesia is up there near the top, right up there. I mean, it's it's in the same league as like Symphony of the Night to me. Like, this game is incredible. I am a huge fan of Order of Ecclesia. I think it's definitely the best modern true Castlevania. Obviously now in 2019, we have Bloodstained, which is also phenomenal. It's not a, you know, a true Castlevania, but it's a spiritual successor from the man himself, Koji Igarashi. So, amazing game too. Bloodstained is incredible. But Order of Ecclesia was phenomenal for its time and still is to this day. This track, Malik's Labyrinth, it has heavy elements of, like, a Sahara night or an Arabian night. You get that feel from this track. But not only that, that bass line in the background that's keeping everything together, that is incredible. I really like this track, man. This was a good pick from Frank. Uh, I, I wish he would have been here to talk a little bit about it, because I know he is a massive fan of Order of Ecclesia as well. But... Great pick through and through, man. Like I said, that that is an incredible track. Can't really go wrong with Castlevania. And it's funny that he picked from Castlevania because two years ago, we actually, for our first ever spooky October month for BG Mania, we actually did a part one and a part two episode where we took a huge dive into all of the music from the Castlevania games. If I'm not mistaken, we had several picks from Order of Ecclesia in that actual uh, block of episodes as well. So... That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was the first thing we did for this little idea that we had for October to be centered around spooky music. So go check those two episodes out if you missed those and everything else we've done in October from the past two years. But that being said, we'll move into my next pick on the episode. And we're going to go to a more recent game that very much inspired by the way Castlevania was developed. It is a Metroidvania to an extent. We're going to a game known as Blasphemous. The name of this track is Enter Bordados. that was Enter Bordados from Blasphemous, which released here actually worldwide, September 10th, 2019. The entire soundtrack was composed by Carlos Viola. And first of all, what's really interesting about the soundtrack to Blasphemous, it utilizes a lot of Spanish names. Obviously, the game itself developed by a Spanish studio by the name of the Game Kitchen, but the game's art style is influenced by the locations, traditions, and culture of Seville, Spain, and you can also get a lot of influence from the artwork A Procession of Flagellants. Because the main character, the protagonist, is known as the Penitent One. And he wears a mask and helmet that consists of a crown of thorns and a capirot. It's basically this pointed white cone-shaped hat that is very much used in the culture of Spain. It's an interesting game. And Kyle and I talked about it on our Max Level podcast um, about a week or two after the game came out. So about a little month, maybe a month and a half ago, a month to a month and a half ago. And it is definitely... It's an interesting game because you're dealing so much with religion. Again, you... You know you you have a mask and a helmet that is encapsulated by a crown of thorns it it pulls heavily from christianity there's some elements of catholicism in there it's a metroidvania action platformer there's so much going on here it's it's very much also a dark souls inspired game because your boss battles are these massive creatures intricate battles where you have to learn the patterns and you have flasks that you can restore your health with and you have you know you can only get hit like three or four times total and you're toast if you do like it's it's an awesome game i reviewed it for leveldowngames.com it's not perfect but it is a really great metroidvania for 2019 and it actually was a Kickstarter game that started back in 2017. And we do a little segment on our Max Level podcast known as Kickstart My Heart. Uh, we weren't doing the segment at the time this was on Kickstarter. But this is definitely a game that we would have focused on had we been doing that two years ago. We were doing uh, different segments at the time. I think we were doing Good Game, Bad Game at the time for Max Level in the at the end of 2017. But the entire soundtrack for Blasphemous is very epic. It's very... There, there's elements of religion there, like it's it's songs that, you know, you would expect to hear in like a, a dark church or a dark choir type of thing. Great soundtrack. Highly recommend this from a composer that I was not familiar with until discovering Blasphemous and listening to that soundtrack. Again, his name is Carlos Viola. Check him out and check the soundtrack out for Blasphemous. It's really, really, really strong. Hey guys, Brian here from BG Mania do not forget about the contest we are currently running the entire month of October. We're giving away one $10 gift card to a storefront of your choice for both Max Level and BG Mania, and all you have to do to enter is leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and then contact us letting us know you did so. You can enter for both shows and as many times as you'd like, it just all depends on how many Apple accounts you have access to. We'll be drawing the winner on the shows we record on November 2nd, so you have until tomorrow, October 31st, to enter. The winner for Max Level will be announced on November 4th, and the winner for BG Mania will be announced on November 6th. Thanks to everyone who has already entered, and thank you in advance to those who do so, either today or tomorrow. All right, let's go ahead and jump to Frank's next pick. We are going to Friday the 13th, the game. This is the new one that is very much like Dead by Daylight, where you play as either Jason or a camp counselor trying to either kill everyone or survive the match. Again, Friday the 13th, the game. The name of this track is Retro Jason. And that was Retro Jason from Friday the 13th The Game, which came out worldwide May 26th, 2017. That was composed by Harry Manfredini. What's really interesting about that, Harry Manfredini is the main composer behind the entire Friday the 13th film series and has actually scored more than 100 different movies. The only three Jason movies that Harry Manfredini did not compose, Jason Takes Manhattan, Freddy vs. Jason, and the reboot of Friday the 13th, which came out in 2009 on February 13th, which most likely was a Friday the 13th. (laughs) His latest, besides Friday the 13th, The Game, His latest composition was 2018's A Chance in the World. Uh, Hasn't really been active too much in the 2010s. He's only composed five things, Snow White, A Deadly Summer in 2012, A Talking Cat in 2013, Lake Erie, that's E-E-R-I-E, in 2016, obviously Friday the 13th The Game in 2017, and that movie we just mentioned in 2018. This is an awesome pick. I never got much into Friday the 13th, the game, and I don't think Frank did either. I know we're much more fans of Dead by Daylight for that style of gameplay, but Friday the 13th, I enjoy watching others play, especially Angry Pug and some other people that are kind of popular on Twitch, but that's an incredible track. I don't know... I know that there's like different variations of Jason in Friday the 13th, the game. I'm assuming this probably plays when you're playing as one of the older style Jasons or maybe like a retro inspired Jason. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I really like this and it's it's freaking awesome. I, I would love to know exactly where this takes place in the game. There's just something about that. It's kind of synth-wavy, it's kind of retro-wavy, it's definite, you know, 80s vibes. It's it's such a good piece of music for a game that really is set throughout the 1980s. Friday the 13th, the game, you know, the entire—well, I guess the more popular Friday the 13th movies take place during the 80s, so the game pulls heavily from those movies and sets the tone for the gameplay in the 80s. So it makes sense for this track to be there. Uh, great pick from Frank, though. Really, really, really awesome pick. We're going to jump now to our listener submission. And our listener submission comes to us from friend of the show and someone that Frank enjoys talking about constantly, Martin from over in the UK. Martin sent a pick for this particular radio hour through instagram he said another quality episode of BG Mania. the song above might be able to be worked into the halloween theme somewhere but if not don't worry about it and no martin it can be worked in because it's an awesome piece of music as you could probably tell i'm somewhat obsessed with this game and its music The Sexy Brutale is a real deep game that dives into the subject of mental health and guilt in a way I've not seen in a game before. If you ever get some spare time, I highly, highly recommend a playthrough, especially as it's Halloween and the whole experience is very fitting for this time of year. And just like Martin did, you can submit tracks to us through Instagram if you follow me there, or Twitter, or Facebook, or, easy enough, bgmania at leveldowngames.com. So, let's take a listen to Martin's pick for this month's Radio Hour. The name of the game is The Sexy Brutal. The name of the track, Tequila Bell Death Song.
1: through you as though you're
0: And that was Tequila Bell Death Song from The Sexy Brutal, composed by I have two individuals that composed this soundtrack: Matt Bonham and Tim Cotterell. That was submitted to us from Martin over in the UK, just like you can do for any episode of a radio hour for BG Mania or any of our themed episodes, as long as we can fit it in somewhere. The Sexy Brutal released April 12th, 2017. And has, I believe, Frank actually bought this after hearing the first track that Martin submitted from this game several months ago. I myself have yet to pick this up, but I was looking into it more while listening to that track. And I I really want to check this out. You are exploring a mansion stuck in a time loop, and there's just death and bad things happening all around you. Like Martin said, it's definitely an awesome game to play around Halloween time. Uh, I don't think I have time to get to it today or tomorrow, and I haven't played it yet, obviously. But I really would like to check this game out at some point. It, It looks super, super fun. And the soundtrack's awesome. Like I actually watched a video and I hope it didn't spoil too much, but I watched a video of this particular scene in the game and you have this opera singer and she's standing in front of like a stained glass window. And during the song, something happens and the stained glass window explodes and she ends up getting killed. And it's a beautiful track. It's very haunting. It kind of gives me chills a little bit. There's a lot going on there. And I was able to find the vocalist who actually performed that track. Ava Katrina Rustige is the girl who actually does that particular track. And I believe she contributes all the female vocals for any other track on the soundtrack which it's 23 tracks deep for the soundtrack but i believe she does all the vocals for the game because she's the only one credited as a vocalist on the soundtrack unless this is the only track that does have vocals that i do not know because i've only heard the two tracks we've played so far on bgmania from this particular game but excellent submission martin i really did appreciate that and def i a slight variation from some of the you know routes that Frank and I took for Halloween and spooky that was more unsettling more uneasy because of the things going around you and very haunting definite awesome pick really did enjoy that one a lot thank you so much we're going to go ahead and move in to my next pick now this comes to us from Silent Hill the original Silent Hill the name of this track is she and no not the Green Day version So that is an awesome track as well. And that was she from the original Silent Hill, which released February 23rd, 1999 here in North America on the PlayStation one composed by Akira Yamaoka. I talk about Silent Hill a lot here on BG Mania, and that is truly because it is probably my favorite survival horror horror based video game franchise of all time. I am an absolute major fan of Silent Hill and I'm also a big fan of Akira Yamaoka. I know I've talked about it a lot because we've played a lot of like the vocal tracks that he's composed and used throughout the Silent Hill games, but he is an excellent guitar player. He shreds unlike some Oh man, it's just so good. It reminds me so much of like a lot of bands that I like to listen to. It's very inspired by like arena rock and glam rock that I am a huge fan of. And it's just amazing to listen to. And Silent Hill is so spooky and so scary. It really is a shame what happened to the franchise and really what happened to Konami, let's be real. Uh, it, it's it's so unfortunate. I really do wish that if, if they have no plans to do anything with this franchise going forward, and same thing with Metal Gear, same thing with uh, Suikoden, same thing with Castlevania, if they have no plans to do anything with these franchises going forward because they've kind of taken themselves out of video games, I do wish they would sell off their assets and their IPs because there are studios out there that would kill, literally kill, to make a new Silent Hill or to make a new Castlevania or to make a new Suikoden or to make a new Metal Gear, or anything that Konami has been popular for. It's it's a real shame. Contra. Like, it's such a damn shame. It is such a shame that they just aren't doing anything anymore. And it bugs me, man. It really does bug me. It really, really does. But a great track nonetheless. Uh, Phenomenal composition from Akira Yamaoka. It's, It's definitely spooky, but also just rocking, man. Really, really, really rocking. I really enjoy that track a lot. Let's go ahead and jump to Frank's next pick. We're going to go to Doom 3. The name of this track is Cyber Death. That was Cyber Death from Doom 3, which came out here in North America, August 3rd, 2004. That was composed by Clint Walsh. I tried finding to see if I could figure out like who the choir was or whoever was responsible for doing the, you know, those vocals there in the background. I was unable to find anything. And I'll be perfectly honest, as I would have been had Frank been here, I don't know how I feel about that track. There's a lot of downtime in the middle, Uh, It's cool to listen to, but I don't know. It's I I don't know how to best describe it. I I like the the direction that it was trying to go in. I do like that choir chanty type vocals, as we always talk about here on BG Mania. I know Frank is a huge fan of that kind of stuff. Obviously, that's why he picked the track. I myself do enjoy that as well, but. I think there was just too much missing in between the vocals. Had there been, you know, just even a piano in the background or an organ or something, a, a violin, something holding a cello, everything together, just something there kind of stringing it all together. I think the track would have been much stronger. Uh, Doom 3, not even my favorite Doom. It's 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 OK. Doom 3 is an OK game, but I, I wouldn't say it's anywhere near the top for Doom games or my personal favorite Doom games. But it was it was an okay game that looking at the, you know, scores and stuff that some aggregates, it scored okay. It's sitting there, you know, in the mid 80s on Metacritic, which is a a pretty damn high and pretty damn good for Metacritic. So it definitely scored pretty well. But just me personally, Doom 3, not not my favorite. Uh, Still a good game, though. Still a good game, though. I quickly want to talk about leveldowngames.com. If you're unfamiliar, we do more than just audio podcasts. All of our content can be found on our main home on the internet, including new weekly episodes of both Max Level and BG Mania, alongside reviews for the newest release games and accessories, anything we produce on our YouTube channel, and daily news stories. So please, if you aren't a regular visitor of leveldowngames.com, consider bookmarking it and checking it out every so often. It would really mean a lot to all of us and help us out so much as we continue to grow. Podcasts, of course, can always be found on your favorite podcast app of choice every Monday morning for Max Level and every Wednesday morning for BG Mania. Let's go ahead and jump to my next pick on the episode, and we are going to return to a game that I absolutely adore, and a game that I love picking music from here on BGMania, We're going back to Lufia 2, Rise of the Sinistrals. I'm telling you what, there are still so many tracks that I can pick from in this particular game that fit so many themes, so many holidays. This is a robust soundtrack that I can never not recommend enough. The name of this track is Labyrinth. That was Labyrinth from Lufia 2, Rise of the Sinistrals, which released February 24th, 1995 in Japan. We would get it here in North America sometime in May 1996. Composed by Yasunori Shiono. I, as I mentioned before we listened to that track, am in love with the soundtrack to this game. I'm also in love with this game. I think this is a phenomenal RPG from the Super Nintendo One of the more underrated and underappreciated franchises, Lufia in general. But Lufia 2 Rise of the Sinistrals is without question the standout title in the entire series. I absolutely love this game. It's a prequel to Lufia and the Fortress of Doom, which was also on the Super Nintendo, which I was kind of playing through earlier this year. And... I would love to see this series come back. In 2010, Square Enix released a reimagining of the original game, Lufia Curse of the Sinistrals. So I'm assuming Square Enix does have the rights to this series. Would love to see them bring this back. This is a JRPG in a series that could easily exist in modern times and do just as well as your Kingdom Hearts do just as well as Final Fantasy. Like, this is this is sorely missed in the industry and especially if we could get Yasunori Shiono back to do an amazing soundtrack in the modern era. Holy crap, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Labyrinth as a track, first of all, shout out to the late, great David Bowie. Fantastic movie. <laughs> Absolutely love that movie. But this track is very eerie, like when you think labyrinth, you do tend to get a little uneasy because a labyrinth is a maze where you can spend countless hours or days or weeks or forever lost, depending on how big the labyrinth is. It's just an epic, it, it's, it's very dungeony. like it, it's very spooky. It's so good, man. This is such an amazing track. From an amazing game. I, I cannot speak highly of it enough. It's really, really, really good. Let's take a listen to Frank's next pick now. We're going to another iconic survival horror series. You know, we had Silent Hill a little bit earlier in the show for me. Frank went the other route to Resident Evil from Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. This is Nikolai's theme. And that was Nikolai's theme from Resident Evil 3 Nemesis that came out here in North America on the PlayStation November 11th, 1999. That particular track was composed by Sayori Maeda. We have two other composers on that soundtrack, Masami Ueda and Shusaku Uchiyama. But again, that one was done by Sayori Maeda. That is eerie, man. I forgot how spooky that actual track is and how, man, this game is very scary. I'm actually so excited because, you know, coming off the success of Resident Evil 2 remake back in January of this year, crazy to think that game was released in January of this year and it's, you know, almost November now. But we know for a fact that Capcom is working on a remake for Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. You know, they're also working, they're working on it side by side with Resident Evil 8. And the spin-off Resident Evil that we're getting next year, that is very much like a Dead by Daylight or a Friday the 13th the game type of gameplay, uh, Project Resistance, I think was the name of it, if I'm remembering correctly. But that aside, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, mm, I don't want to say I, I I don't know how I would rank this in like my favorite from the original trilogy, because the original trilogy, Resident Evil one, two and three on the PlayStation is incredible. And I think all three of those games are so strong and can stand on their own and do so well together. But. This is an amazing game. I'm really looking forward to playing this again when the remake does come out in a couple years and experiencing the soundtrack all over again. It'll probably have some changes, just like Capcom did with Resident Evil 2. It's going to be incredible. Oh, man. Great pick, Frank. Really enjoyed that one a lot. Nikolai's theme is very, very, very spooky. That is a great pick for this particular radio hour. But it is time now to jump to our Jessica pick on the episode. And Jessica sent me this track, I want to say two months ago, she was talking to me about this and she's like, I want to get this in because I don't want anyone else to take this from me. I, I, you know, and she's talking about the game because generally for Radio Hour, we're only going to have, and for an episode like this, we're only going to have one track per game type of a thing. Like we wouldn't do repeat games unless we absolutely felt it was necessary. But she wanted to get this particular track in. And this is actually from a game that I do own on the PlayStation 2 and from a very successful movie about Halloween and about Christmas. Obviously, we're talking about Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, but the name of the game is The Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge. She's listened to the soundtrack so much. Obviously, we're big fans of The Nightmare Before Christmas here. And this is an amazing soundtrack. Again, another Capcom game. Uh, so we're, we're back to back Capcom here, which is pretty cool, but yeah, she actually really was, you know, a fan of this song, felt really strong about it and wanted to make sure that this was her pick for the Halloween episode of radio hour this month. So again, from the nightmare before Christmas, Uki's revenge, the name of this track is a filthy finale.
1: Give up, you know, Sorry, It's over! It's over! Your scheme was bound to fail! It's over! You're finished here! Your next stop will be killed! He mocks me! He fights me! I don't know which is worse! I might just split a scene now! If I don't die laughing first! Ah! What's this a trick? I'm not impressed! You're bad and now you're tall! It makes it all the more worthwhile to see a giant fall! But I tell you, this giant's going nowhere. If I were you, I'd take a hike. There's danger in me. He left to do. I fought your most unwelcome help, and now I'm after you! Even if you catch me, you can never do me end. I'm ten stories high, I'm just a strong, which means I'm going to win. Whoa!
0: That was a filthy finale from The Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge, which came out originally in Japan October 21st, 2004. We would see it here in North America October 10th, 2005. What's interesting about this game is that it is set a year after the movie, and Jack Skellington feels that Halloween has once again become dull and repetitive. So, in a sense, Oogie's Revenge is almost a sequel to the movie, so any fan of the original owes it to themselves to play through this game. Kind of like how Ghostbusters the video game, which just had a remastered version released a couple weeks ago, how that was a true sequel to Ghostbusters, the movie franchise. Same thing here. It even says on Wikipedia that it is a true sequel to the 1993 movie. So that's kind of interesting. And a filthy finale obviously takes place near the end of the game. It has heavy ties back to the Oogie Boogie song from the original movie. And it's same melody, same motifs, same themes. Really cool. I'm actually glad Jessica picked this. And we've played I think one track from this game before. I think Frank picked something from it in the past. Not this particular track, obviously, because it's not a repeat, but uh, it's really, really, really cool. And that is obviously the main reason why I own this game, because it is a sequel. I will say this game is not that spectacular. Uh, very, very, very average. Sitting at a 65 on Metacritic, so, you know, definitely nothing to write home about. But. Because it is a sequel to the movie, you definitely owe it to yourself to play it if you are a fan of this particular series or franchise. Uh, Great pick, Jessica. Really enjoyed that. Definitely a fun pick to have in an episode all about Halloween music, spooky music, what have you. Great pick. Awesome pick. Have you heard of our other podcast, Max Level? For those who are unaware, we do a weekly all-purpose video game podcast known as Max Level every Monday morning. Featuring myself, Frank, Sean, and Kyle, the four of us talk about the hottest topics in gaming that week while discussing the games we've been spending time with over the past seven days. Not only that, but we detail the new releases for the week, including a fun Metacritic guessing game. Speaking of games, if you're into trivia, Bonus Stage is a competitive segment where Sean, Frank, and Kyle compete against one another in a series of five questions to see who is the champion for that particular week max level is always a lot of fun and entertaining while still providing the news you need to know on a weekly basis plus the latest reviews impressions reaction videos and podcast episodes can be found on our main home on the internet and hopefully one day yours as well leveldowngames.com my last pick on the episode we have two tracks left this is just my last pick comes from super mario galaxy the name of this track is deep dark galaxy Was Deep Dark Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy, which came out November 12th, 2007, here in North America, composed by Mahito Yakoda. We've talked so much about Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 soundtracks here on BG Mania. These soundtracks are absolutely incredible. These games are so much fun to play as well on the uh, Nintendo Wii, but music obviously is the reason we're here. And these soundtracks are incredible. Koji Kondo does have a few credits on Mario Galaxy 1, uh, mostly just the Rosalina and the observatory tracks. He did all three of those, plus uh, one additional track. But Mahito Yokota did such a phenomenal job with this soundtrack. It is tried and true Mario music. It is iconic, some of the better Mario tracks to exist throughout the entire series, not just Galaxy 1 and 2, but the entire series from Super Mario Brothers 1 on the NES up through Mario Odyssey on the Nintendo Switch. Some of the best stuff comes out of Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 from Mojito Yokota. These soundtracks are absolutely incredible. Deep Dark Galaxy is so much fun. It's one of my favorite areas in the game. Really, 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 really cool. And I really think, like, listening to it again just now, it fits so perfect for the Halloween season. It fits so perfect for spooky music. Uh, you, you get that sense of, again, I say it a lot, but you get that sense of uneasiness, that sense of, not necessarily dread, but, you know, it's, it's meant to elicit these... Oh, you know, looking over your shoulder, what's coming up behind me type of feelings from you uh, it really does kind of make you a bit fearful. And that's really cool. Deep Dark Galaxy, obviously, you know, the universe itself is an endless vacuum of space with, you know, limitless everything. There's you know, there's no end to it. It's constantly expanding and, you know if you get lost in space it is it is deep it is dark and it is definitely scary because you know your life is over at that point <laughs> man super mario galaxy such a phenomenal two games i i really do hope that the rumors are true and, and they're not even like strong rumors they have just been like you know wishful thinking type stuff but i would love to see them come back and do a super mario galaxy 3 i think that would be so freaking cool our last pick on the episode today is Frank's submission. His fifth and final goes to much like I did last week on the witch episode. I went with a mobile game. Frank decided to go with a mobile game as well. From Angry Birds Seasons, we're going to be taking a listen to Haunted Hogs, which is part of the Halloween season Obviously, It's why we're here. But it's part of the Halloween event that takes place in Angry Birds Seasons. Again, the name of the track is Haunted Hogs. This came out October 21st, 2010. So it kind of released right around Halloween time. So this would have been the first thing that we heard. And this particular track was composed by Ilmari Hakola. Ilmari Hakola is known for his work on the Angry Birds series. It's pretty much the only... Video. Well, he does have a couple other uh video game. Well, actually, he doesn't. I mean, he's he's got like some music credits, but not like actual composer credits. I kind of was just looking through his stuff and it, it's mostly Angry Birds, but there's a few other things. But it's not like actual composition credits, so I can't say that he does have anything else besides this. But this track is so much fun to listen to. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. So stick around. It's not a long track. It's about a minute, minute and 10, minute, 15 seconds long. Stick around. Listen to the entire thing. Uh, this is a really freaking cool track. I think you guys are, like I said, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. And it's a perfect way to close out Radio Hour Volume 28, where we took a look at nothing but spooky halloweeny type music and we're about done with our october episodes it's so sad to think about tomorrow's halloween tomorrow's the 31st but we do have a bonus episode coming up tomorrow so tune in for that it's going to be something totally different totally unique i really hope you guys enjoy it if you don't let me know if you did let me know obviously check out the episode tomorrow and uh it, it, like i said it's going to be something that i've been kind of toying around with doing for these holiday episodes uh if it goes over well i might do something similar for christmas and if you guys really enjoy it then i'll keep doing things like this uh throughout the uh the years to come when we ever we do a holiday bonus episode like this so uh let me know give me some feedback on it once you listen to the episode tomorrow and yeah, I'm not even sure. I haven't even put the episode together yet. I already know what I'm doing, but I don't even know how many tracks are going to be in it yet, Cause I have to break it down and see exactly how many I can fit. So it's going to be really cool. But yeah, again, I want to, I want to know what you guys think. So let me know, but that is going to do it for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BG Mania at Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to share your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. And do not forget about that contest we're running. Tomorrow is the last day to enter. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash games and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash games and click that follow button. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook would be the place to do so. Check the description box for the appropriate links. Next week, we are in November. Finally, it'll be November 6th. Remember, we'll announce the winner of the contest next week as well. But we're going back to normal, regular episodes, and we're going to be taking a look at a game that recently released a little while ago in 2019. We're going to be shining the spotlight on an amazing game with an amazing soundtrack, River City Girls. It's going to be incredible. I really am looking forward to showing and sharing a lot of this music that I do have an immense amount of love for Uh, the soundtracks on Spotify. I can't tell you how much I've actually listened to the soundtrack in the car while working. This is an incredible soundtrack, and I can't wait to do next week's episode. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have... Haunted Hogs from Angry Birds Seasons, again composed by Elmari Hakola. And remember, tune in tomorrow for that bonus episode for Halloween. It's actually the third episode we're doing for a bonus episode on Halloween. So it's going to be Halloween part three. So really looking forward to that as well. If you are going out trick-or-treating with your kids tomorrow, or if you're of age that you still go out trick-or-treating yourself and you're listening to this, please, please, please stay safe tomorrow. Wear bright colors if you have to, but all, all the parents taking their kids out as well, obviously, you know, stay safe too. Have fun. It's a fun holiday. Don't want anything bad happening. So just, you know, be safe, be careful, and we'll see you next week. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.